Hey, Ruthie, how's it like owning a dog? Well, I haven't actually owned a dog in several years, but you know what was one of the most frustrating parts of owning a dog? I, I don't know. I've never have had a dog. So my mom's dog, he was a super picky eater. Like we'd give him wet food and he'd only eat like a couple licks and then he'd go for whatever was it on our plates. It Luckily, was... he's a small dog, so it wasn't like a Marmaduke situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's definitely helpful. But... Have you heard about Nom Nom? Well, funny, I may have, but tell me more. Nom Nom is fresh food made with whole ingredients, and it's actually backed by veterinary science. Fresh really means fresh at Nom Nom because you can actually see with your eyeballs what your dog is shoving down its throat. For example, you can actually see the proteins and vegetables, like beef, chicken, pork, peas, carrots, kale, and more. Jeez, that dog's gonna eat better than I do. Yes. I mean, don't you want your dog to always be eat better than you do? I'm out here eating McDonald's like on a daily basis, which is not what I want to feed my dog if I had a dog. And the funny thing is, I actually know how Nom Nom works. You tell them about Wait, your who pup. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> tell them about your pup. The age, the breed, the weight, allergies, and even its protein preferences. And they'll tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them straight to you. And then you can just store the meals in the freezer or fridge until mealtime. And they give you specific instructions on how to transition your dog from foods like kibble to always fresh Nom Nom for best results. You can watch your dog clean their dishes, dance for dinner, and just overall thrive. Isn't it time to feel good about the food you're feeding your dog? You go to www.nomnomnow, all squished together, dot com slash reshoot. Or use code reshoot at checkout and get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Plus, Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. That means if your dog doesn't love fresh, delicious meals, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. Nom. Nailed it, first try. All right, now on to the show. Why do I hear boss music? Welcome to Reshoot, amateurs in no suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laugh until the end. Let's see something never done before. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reshoot, Amateur's Guide to Gooder Film. We take movies that we like, dislike, and somewhere in between, and we fix them. We just make them objectively, objectively better. better. Uh, we are your three hosts. Not Chris. Hector. Chris. Ed. The fake-out make-out between Chris and Naomi. <laughs> or between Chris and Liz. Damn it. Damn. 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 That's Ruthie. And I know everyone's wondering, hey, where's the real star of the show on Christmas? My mother. She wasn't feeling good. She wanted us to kind of record, you know, record it. And then sometimes we do this, where we watch a Hallmark movie. For Christmas. <clears throat> yep. Because we all know how much uh, Ed loves Hallmark movies. Merry Christmas, everybody. I think. Or no, wait. Happy holidays. There's oh. over 30 holidays between mid-November to mid-January. Happy holidays. Yeah. All of them. Yes, even that one. We'll be careful. Wow. That one, too. Wow. Like Three Kings Day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Hallmark. Never Been Christ is the movie. Yep. I think you already mentioned that. Yes. Lamau. <laughs> so, actually, maybe not. So, who wants to give the recap for the movie? I think it should be you, Han. 
Okay, so it's Naomi and Liz. They are best friends. They have an a, app called the Best Pal app. And they like to, and they, they're trying to sell it, and then they're also going to go home for Christmas. Well, they're well not, not trying sell to sell it. it. They're trying, they're to, trying to find investment. Thank you. I, yeah. I Spoiler alert. Anyway, they're going to try and find investors, and then they're also going home for Christmas. So they go home for Christmas, and they're like, oh, I wonder if we'll run to Chris Silver, the fucking dumbest name. It's almost as bad as, like, what was it, Johnny Hockey from, like, a few years back? From when we waited, uh... Chris Silver? Sweetest is... Christmas, remember? There was that dude named Hockey. Johnny Hockey? Yeah. Or Johnny Football. Oh, yeah, it was Johnny Football. Johnny Football is a real person. Oh. No. No, it was, it was, like... It was really dumb. It was really dumb. Anyway. Okay. Johnny Football was the nickname for a real person. Anyways, uh, yes. Continue. So... They're like, oh, they like. I hope we don't run to Chris Silver. Bam, they run to Chris Silver. Yep. And then he's like, yeah, we should all hang out. I'm having a party get together, and we can see all the, your all the high schoolers. We do it like a class reunion almost every year. Except you've been never in, you've never been invited because oh. you're the only people who actually succeed and got out of town. Well, also, I have Chris, a ma- he has a master's degree in art and in, uh, in English. English incorrect. literature. Incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, Chris Silver lived in Boston. He moved back to the small town. I thought he was in Chicago. Yeah, he lived in Chicago. Chicago, my bad. One of those eastern towns. I don't know, man. I don't go to the east of the U.S. It's pretty nice. I like going to the east. Chicago is really pretty. I've been to New York and Miami. So, they go, and they go to the part. Well, there's... Liz is dealing with her mom, who she feels is ignoring her, leaving her out of the family. The mom's like, you never come visit anyway. Mm -hmm. They just always fight. Yeah. Naomi has uh, boundary issues with her mom because her mom's like always very entangled in her life. And Naomi also, can't... also because uh, her father recently, oh no, seventeen years ago when she was in high school, yeah, passed away. So I guess yeah, it, it makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. And. She didn't go to, uh, what was the fancy college? Stan- uh, Liz didn't get Stan- into Stanford. Yeah, she didn't get into Stanford, but her younger sister now, JoJo, just did. Where's Dio? But it was I, Dio. It was me, Barry! <laughs> so... Dingle, dingle. <laughs> so... We fuck. I can't remember what it was. Okay, so that and then Naomi, the, 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 the dynamic. and then Naomi also has issues because her mom's like, "Oh, I want to move in with you." Or with she your... wa- first, she wants to move to Pasadena to be in the same town, but she just slowly like, "Uh, maybe we can be neighbors." Oh, I'll just you and I will sell our homes together and we'll buy a place together. And it's yeah, so. If you notice the plot there, wow, everyone has a lot going on. The main, like, five characters have a lot going on. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. And there's not even a main five characters. It's supposed to be a main three characters. It's just a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. They go, so first they meet up at the bar. It was a bar first, right? Yeah. And then he invites them over, Chris invites, then we're introduced to the other characters who don't really matter much Mm -hmm. at all. It's like, of all the supporting characters, they kind of have the least, that we've seen, they have the least to do. Here's their personalities, in order. There's Kathy. Kathy won a ball, she became prom queen one time, and- Multiple uh, times she cheated. She cheated. And that's her personality. Then there's Mindy. Uh, Mindy's kind of a stone-cold bitch type. Uh, there's two guys who name, whose names escape me. One of them is probably a Justin. Uh, the the bigger guy is a dad now, but he used to be like the football guy. 
the the skinny guy is the funny party guy. That's it. And and the skinny party guy like pinged your gaydar a lot, right? Uh, he pinged my gaydar a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> is is gaydar like is that is that bad? I mean, not doesn't have to be. It just got, it I mean, kind of depends on if you're a homophobe or not. Yeah. Okay. Because like people in the queer community talk about like being like queer coding, like appearing mm. more, like doing subtle things to kind of signify each other or signify okay. to each other. That, yeah. Yeah. Like how swingers still have pineapples on their counters to let uh, let you know. That's not swingers. real, is it? Apparently it was a thing. Oh, good Pineapple lord. Pineapple on their counters? Yeah. Pineapples so... are in my head. Wait a minute. Pineapple. Was that what Glass Animals was talking about? No. Probably not. Oh, okay. Or there was like another thing with like a, a lawn flamingo or something. Like there's little... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact, there's more lawn flamingos than real flamingos. That's not very fun. Anyway, so they all go on. <laughs> they So they're doing the thing at the bar. They're There's reliving this... the glory days of high school as 35-year-old adults. Couldn't be me, I say, as I went to my high school reunion this year. I know, but uh, you're not 35. I'm 30. You're old. You're old. Yeah. Ankle deep already. You're ankle deep. <laughs> Next year will be thigh deep. Yeah. Oh, wait, so there's this joke that I want to mention now because I'm I had a fix for it. Is it is it that I'm old? No. Okay. So because I am, you are. So no, the scene <laughs> it, that joke's been run to the ground, just like you, old man. So uh... what happened is when they're at the party, the mom made them. Oh, Naomi's the ugly mom made made them wear like ugly sweaters, mm-hmm. and then they had to wear like jackets to hide them in the warm bar, and they take them off at the end. My joke, my one fix is going to be that they. As soon as they take them off, someone walks back in and Chris walks It, it would have been funny if it was Chris. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> Chris mentioned to take off their jackets. Yeah. Because it's hot in there. Yeah. It's not in here. Anyways. So take off your no. Christmas sweaters. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, they go. So the party happens. And then it's revealed. Then Chris is showing signs of being interested in both Naomi and Liz. They're all confused. They hang out a few more times. Till finally they're at the skating rink mm-hmm. where Naomi can't skate. Liz is doing fine. Then she imagines herself kissing him. Well, and- uh, yeah, Liz falls, uh, Naomi falls over. Liz, like, twists her ankle. Yes, and then she imagines him, her kissing him. And at first we think it's real and it's a fake out. And it's actually kind of funny. And then Naomi is with That's Chris. when Liz twists her ankle yes. and they sit her down. Naomi shows up. She and Chris go off to help get Naomi something to, or Liz... Something to help Liz. Yes. They kiss for real, and at first we're like, oh, it's another fake out. But then we see Liz's reaction, we're like, oh, shit. It's one of the few funny moments in this movie. Yeah. Like, unironically, like, not laughing because it's really cringy. Yes. Also, Chris, he is a former Marine who can, who is vegan, can, uh, works on, is a handyman who works on electricity, and is a Ahead of the English department for the high school they all went to. Or is he's just an English teacher? He's not yeah. the department. He said he's his, his teacher and head of the department. Yes. Also, he makes excellent tea boxes for Christmas gifts. <laughs> it the, they gave him so many hobbies because he's not a very interesting he's, dude. Yeah. He's he's he, shallower than a puddle. He makes white bread look like a panini. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Well, can you guys take over? I don't know what else is left. This okay. movie's kind of all over the place. Yeah. 
So Chris and Naomi go on a couple dates. Um, at one point, they Chris and Naomi join Liz and her family for Hanukkah. Hanukkah, or Liz catches uh, Chris eating lox, which has fish in it. So she gets immediately suspicious of him because he can't be vegan if he eats fish. God forbid the idea that he didn't know it was fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she confronts Naomi and she's like, he's lying. And Naomi's like, I don't know, maybe it was just some weird understanding. Stop being weird. The two of them start to get in more and more scuffles. We find out Liz didn't get into Stanford. Uh, no, Liz did get into Stanford. Liz she did get, did into, Stanford, get into Stanford, but she turned it down so she could stay with Naomi. Uh, we also find out that Liz said to Naomi that she didn't want to do the all the school dances, but she lied. She just didn't want to watch Naomi flirt with all the boys. I hated that bit so much. It was much. so dumb. It, no, not just that. It Like, they're supposed to both so, be at fault. That's the way these movies kind of work. If you're going to make them split up, they both have to have their problems. But this just heavily scales on Liz just being a shit person. Mm-hmm. You completely mm-hmm. fucked up the formula here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. As these kind of spats are coming up, Liz is befriending Kathy and Mindy. And Kathy mentioned that no one's uh, going to re-host the Winter Ball this holiday celebration that the entire school does for no fucking reason uh she's done it and then she's like talked about making herself winter ball queen like she won in high school even though she's already confessed to cheating multiple times at this point it's her only personality trait and she's 30 keep in mind 35 35. they're all 35 and this is the one thing that she consistently talks about every time she's on screen is that she won the winter ball and she won because she cheated so Liz decides to host the Winter Ball to become friends with Kathy and Mindy. And uh, Naomi's like, that's weird. The two of them finally have a blow-up fight. Because um, Liz is acting really weird. Uh, I don't know. Liz, uh, by that point, also, like Liz goes back to her mom. And then they have a blow-up fight, but it ends up actually helping them. Which is, like, not even a good fight. They don't really resolve. They just have a blow-up fight, and it's like, that's all we needed. Yeah, it, it's literally just, oh, you redid the Christmas cards? Oh, my eyes are closed. Why did you do that? Well, at least I got a photo. Yeah, I guess you got a photo. Liz, also, yeah, Liz's fight with her mother are just, like, some of the pettiest stupid shit that, like, you can just, like... And it could have been... If Liz wasn't such a bitch, there wouldn't be any fights with her and her mother. But Liz is a bitch, so... Liz just needs a therapist, and the movie would be over. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I, I was... Ruthie mentioned that, and I'm like, no, 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 no. What they need is Adlerian theory. Adlerian theory, because it's all about, like, feeling inferior to others and, like, helping yourself build up a good self-esteem so that you don't feel that anymore. And, like, it need it... He paused the movie to describe to us the exact counseling path that Liz required... To be fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> to be fucking Chris. No, because Naomi's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got what he was saying. Okay. Uh, oh, and at the climax of the movie, uh, Naomi shows up in the dress that she hated, and Liz does not do the uh, winter ball tradition, and Kathy doesn't win again. And Kathy's fine with it this time. Oh, also, you forgot to mention that. Uh... We forgot to mention two more plot points. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Naomi fight because oh, yeah. she calls him out on some stuff. And then he's like, he's, cause he was also like, why don't we all just, you know, take, make this be a big long distance thing. And then we move and you move back here. And she's like, well, then what yeah, am no, I going to do? Yeah, he did the Hallmark boyfriend thing and she pushed back on him. Yeah. Which was like surprise, like 
A plus actually. God, the movie was like one step forward, five steps back. I yeah, swear. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, they make a joke about the Bechdel test. Yes, that was actually funny though. I'm like, okay, I feel like this is the writer sneaking no, a little dip in there. No, it... Bechdel test. You don't remember the Bechdel test? No, the I two don't... women. When two women, uh, the Bechdel test is if two women in a movie are in a scene together and they talk about the man, they fail the mm. Bechdel test. And they literally have a joke where, let's not fail the Bechdel test right now. Stop talking about Chris. And then they proceed to continue talking about Chris. Also, Naomi's mom is just like, hey, we should move in together. And it went from like, yeah. And then they finally, she stands back. She, Naomi's like, no, fuck you, mom. Not like that. But And then Naomi's mom is like, why are you doing this? And then they resolve. And it's like, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to do it. It was, it kind of yeah. like That was nothing. stupid and rash of me. Yeah, it <laughs> rash. So, yeah. So, basically, they break up for a bit, Naomi and... Uh, Chris. And Chris. But they get back together, and now they're like, we're gonna take it slow and figure more out. And it just kind of ends. Yeah. When the two friends are like, well, whatever happens, I want to... We might have to go a separate path, but I still want you in that part of that journey. Even though, yeah, we're gonna sell the company. Yeah, and then it just has a Christmas card ending. Yeah, literally. Like, literally. Christmas they take card. a Christmas card. That's the end of the movie. Ah. <sighs> Who wants to go first? Because I, if I go first, I'm going to go unhinged. I'll do it. Okay, okay. Ed, go first. Yeah, this movie's kind of bad. <laughs> Only kind of. Kind of. Only kind of. I mean, we've it's, seen stinkers. Yeah, this one. I still think uh, the time travel one is the worst <laughs> Hallmark movie I've seen in my life. It was so bad. So bad. So for my first dislike is it's a. <laughs> It's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> just on principle, on site? Yeah, just on, on site. site. On site. That's why I don't like it. Alright. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, okay, so I, I will I will start with my likes first. You have likes? I have four. You apparently. have more likes than me? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I I don't even know what this is. It's just I have a plus for the things that I liked. This note just says Naomi, and I don't know what that is. Naomi's the girl. Do you find I don't know what that means. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. It, it's part of the this top of the line. Uh, anyways, my likes. Yes, the, the fake out make out was pretty funny. I like that part. That's about it for that scene. <laughs> also, the, the, the fake out with the Stanford of what? Liz? Getting accepted to Stanford and then not going to Stanford. I mean, I saw it coming. Didn't you? I mean, I did not. I didn't see it coming. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, the reason why she didn't go to Stanford is, I, I thought I thought there was going to be, be better reasoning, but then Liz just like her reasoning was she's a stuck up bitch. Honestly, I the I didn't think the movie's clever enough to have a thing like like uh, that. I felt like it was, I don't know, like. Too set up. Too set up. No, yeah, that's it was fair. Really manufactured. Like this yeah. is plastic laundry. I don't know make... what to expect with these movies. So like, I don't know if they're gonna try and pull some kind of like weird like. Allow me to elucidate you on Hallmark movies. I've seen more. I'm than going you. to name this after Elia. This is Elia's razor. Okay. <laughs> in honor of your mother, my mother-in-law. When in Hallmark movies something is being set up, the option that it is is always the one to cause the most drama. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that makes That's sense. That's Elia's razor. Yeah. yeah. God, I wish mom were here right now. She would have had a really probably been flattered by that. Yes. And then you both failed to mention the best character in the movie. Liz's stepdad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was actually good. I loved it. I lo- there's a very specific scene where Liz and her mom are going at it, kind of, and then the stepdad kind of walks into the room, looks at both of them, and without saying another word, any words, just turns around and walks back out. That was during the last blow up fight when they put. Yeah, and he's just like he like he he pauses like hands up like Ugh, and then like yeah. turns around and just he's walks like, away quickly. He was, like walks and goes oh. Nope. And just leaves. <laughs> yep. He's like the peacekeeper of the house. Like, genuinely, like... He tries, but... God. Liz is such a bitch that it doesn't help anything. What? It's like, it it's like, like the hydrogen bomb versus coughing baby meme. He's the coughing baby at this rate. Honestly, it seems like she learned a lot from her mom, because her mom is kind of the same way, where she blows up at the Oh, yeah. No, they're both... It's genetic. It them. reminded me of Not my... because they're women, but because it's a family thing. Want to make sure of that one. So, so... I've I've already mentioned this to my brother and my mom, if okay. they listen to this, but Liz and her mom fighting reminded me of my brother and my mom fighting, because they also fight about the stupidest, most insignificant shit. Not, 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 and it's not, like, how, like, the, what they fight about is the same stupid bullshit, but they're not, like, passive-aggressive and stupid-ass, like Liz and her mom. Like, they have better reasons. This is Ed trying to make sure he doesn't lose his good presence that Santa's going to bring him this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom. Whatever. <laughs> um. Hmm. Oh, and when when they met, like, all their high school people, it was really weird and, like, jarring that they would, like, post a little, like, fucking yearbook picture of them. Yeah. From, were, from their senior year in high school. There were so many bad transitions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh when they were in Pasadena and then it just like cut to black, fade open. Like it was like Well, that those those cut to blacks no, no, and fade was... opens are because they need to work commercials into these. No, but it was it was it wasn't quite that. It was just bad. You know what I'm talking about. Like it was it was in the middle of the movie where it just like it almost felt like they forgot to put a transition yes. there. Yes, no, they there's just a few arrived scenes. at the airport and they were home. Yeah. Like, it's like, they forgot to do, like, a transition or even music. It was just, oh, yeah, yeah. Cut. scene. Right. And then, remember, because I was like, wait, that's the transition? And we were like, okay. yeah, that's the transition. That's and right. And then the Coquito. Well, you guys had the Coquito. I had the Kiri. Coquito. Coquito. I said it. Coquito. Promise, I'm... You said Cotito. I said Cotito. Fuck, now you're not fucking up. He said it correctly. Coquito. No, he did not. Coquito. He did not. Coquito, pedazo de mierda. It's from Bad Bunny song. I know. Um, oh, yeah. I know. Very bad transitions throughout. Monaco. What do you say? Mon- Monaco. 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 Wow, I didn't know you knew that one. Monaco. <laughs> you played the song for me twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then the the it's hot in here. Take your jackets off. You don't stick in my head. Um, well, uh, shush. Now I keep thinking of the Blink-182 bit of, like, oh take off God. your pants am and gonna, jacket. Am I gonna be able to talk? <laughs> no. Keep going. <laughs> Jesus. Is this what I do to you guys? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> now I know how it feels. 
no, like just the delivery that Chris Silver did on that was was the cringiest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and yeah, just the um, and then oh shit, the title drop. Oh, I mean the title drop. Like yeah, when they explained what uh, that they never, never been, been Chris. Oh god, I burned that from my memory. Oh, purge that. Ed, explain it, please. I, it's like never, never been kissed, right? Yeah, it was a movie in the nineties. In the nineties, and then these two girls, when they were in high school, in were, the in the arts, in the arts, they graduated in like two thousand five. Yes, um, yeah. When they were in high school, they also had a crush on Chris Silver, and they just came up with this thing: never been kissed. Well, because all the girls they wanted that, to be kissed. Well, so all the girls that dated Chris after they broke up got like super popular, super like successful high school standards, but. <laughs> Uh, and that's what they'd say. They'd say, oh, the girl's been Chris'd. Yeah, and they've never been they, Chris'd. The two of them had never been Chris'd, yeah. Until Naomi did. Can I be honest? They Chris'd. say he's like this super good-looking dude. I don't see it. He he's, looks, he's, someone, he looks he's like your a standard white... Uh, he's your standard wasp. Look, someone on Letterboxd, let me see if I can find <laughs> them, called him off-brand Pedro Pascal. Yes. And I feel like that's an insult to off-brand Pedro Pascal. He just like... Like nothing. It's not like the dude's face. It's like the haircut and the clothes they gave him. Yeah, no, did it, not they were match. really trying to uh, uh, base boost the Pedro Pascal in him. Yeah, but like, I don't think that was the right vibe. Yeah, boost. Like if hey, like if the Chris actors ever listen to this, I ever doubt it. But like, it's not your face. It's just like the hair and the clothes and the kind of the behavior. They well, maybe you act. maybe that's the hair that he usually likes. Uh, no, no. I've seen him in other stuff. It's not. Mm. I, I, I'm looking at him now on Tyler. He, what's his face? Yeah, Tyler Hines. Yeah, he he's been in some other stuff and it's pretty different. He was a never-ending story. Oh, uh, probably is the child. Um, so I wonder if all of the actors are actually thirty-five. Uh, or close at least. It was someone. It was someone whose username was friend of Hagrid. Friend of Hagrid. Because <laughs> like friend of Lucy of yeah. Lucy or what? So for back in the day when you couldn't be gay, uh, it wasn't real. You were a friend of uh, the lady from friend of Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah, friend of Dorothy. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I don't know. It was stupid, but anyway. Yeah, but the, they they talk about their little high school shit because that's all these people talk about is high school, and it's pathetic. Um, and they title drop the Never Been Chris. Uh, yeah, and then uh, back to Liz and her mom. Just all of the fights they had were easily avoided if Liz wasn't such. Passive aggressive little bitch. Jesus Christ. I got the impression that she was highly traumatized and did not feel supported by her mom, which explains the really petty arguments. So her mom was. But it's both of them. Was like, a monster. Uh, it's both of them, though. Like, no. I don't know. Because, like, yes, she probably felt abandoned by her mom, but her mom wasn't helping it by literally. Like not, not including her in the Christmas not including card. her in the Christmas card or, or doing anything to like they both hated each other for the same reason. Wait a second, and they were both passive aggressive about it. Did they specifically say Christmas cards? Oh, oh they God. don't. They don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate Hanukkah. Did they say Christmas was a holiday card. I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, I think no. they, they might have said Christmas cards. Oh no, Lamau. Oof. This might be okay for everyone listening. This is a 
We don't know. If, yeah. if, we, if we're wrong, don't shit on us. We can't remember. It, we saw the movie two weeks ago. Yeah, and then yeah. we watched, like, we watched uh, La La Land with my mom, like, right immediately after. afterwards. So, like, you know, going from bad to great, you know? Yeah. Purge the bad taste with our mouth in our mouths and also with listen one of jazz, the best, I guess. With one of the best movies ever made. Anyway. Anyways. And then Liz again. Is that... Is that your fix, Liz? No, 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 no. Another dislike is Liz, again, with her stupid-ass reason of not going to the dance. Dances. Liz is just... She has... What, what is it? She. It feels like she's ne- like friends with Naomi to feel better about herself. Yeah. Because Naomi is always like a little bit under her, Some it seems like. Well... Now that they're adults, it's kind of like Naomi's always under her. But when yeah. they were in high school, it seemed like Liz was kind of clinging, clinging on to Naomi. Yeah. Liz is just a terrible friend, terrible human being. She does need therapy. Um, and then, yeah. And then Chris Chris lied to Naomi about being vegan, correct? such a nothing burger yeah it's not a bad it's not like a bad lie but it's like when you make it why are you making it such a part of your identity yeah just chill and call yourself a pescatarian yeah because he's a pescatarian is what he is he eats the fish he eat the fish but not no other meat and i'm like and no dairy and no dairy and I hate it it's funny because you guys like the reason he admitted to being a vegan but i hated it because it was something about like uh, he wanted something because uh, being a marine was something that was always like put on him. So being a vegan, he was able to like claim a, his own part of his identity, his own story. Yeah, so, so that too. So, <laughs> I mean, I like I like that the reasoning why he decided to go vegan, but the all it's not even vegan pescatarian. I'm friends with a lot of vegans. I feel like. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm offended for them, but I feel like considering all their good reasons for being vegan, that's just the weakest one I've I know, heard. but like, I, 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 I think it was refreshing that it was just kind of like a decision he made where it wasn't involved with like, you know, how we treat the animals, animal cruelty, and all of that. All, all of the usual reasons people go vegan. Any reason that you choose to like, go vegan, go pescatarian, go whatever, is a valid one. No, it is, but I'm just talking from a storytelling perspective. It doesn't help, too. I know, but either way, either way, I think this was a better way of doing it than giving vegans a, a, a bad name of being like you know, like or like just doing the same thing of of what I the get, usual reason vegans and do. Also, let's because be, it could being a Hallmark movie and very waspy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I think that like very waspy people don't like vegans because they feel that the veganism is pushed on them by the vegans. Yeah, but now Chris but is Chris vegan. doesn't do that though is the thing. And yeah. the reason he does it is different than what other wasps might have thought. So I think this reasoning is okay. actually pretty healthy. Okay, you want me way yeah. of displaying the different different types. You have to of understand vegans. the target market. Uh, I forgot are... about that for that bit. Yeah. yeah. No, no I was coming to the same conclusion as you were talking and I was like Okay, now I'll jump. Nope, nope, he just said it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I liked the reasoning. I hated that he lied. He's actually a pescatarian because fish is good. Maybe he's just not familiar with the concept of a pescatarian. No, he definitely was. He was. He mentioned it later. Damn. He definitely was he's just familiar. An idiot. 
No, he's yeah, an he's idiot. just a dummy. It's just this stupid shit. Stupid movies do all the time where they just it's insert stupid shit just to make drama. Elias Razor. It's it Elias doesn't Razor. make sense. He can't admit that he's a pescatarian because drama. fuck drama. Yeah, because they need to insert artificially insert drama in the stupidest way possible because these writers or whoever was in charge of this this thing could not come up with a more natural way of creating conflict with it. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. It's fine. It's so stupid. It, it is. It is. It's so stupid. So Not for you... my fixes. It'd be a completely different movie. Cool. But the the main uh, well, like so, I would I would have it that it's not high school since they're thirty five. It's a college reunion kind of thing. Like the friend group in college. Yeah, like the friend group in college kind of thing. But the, but maybe they're all from the same town, but they won't shut up about college at least. Then it's a little bit more socially acceptable. Socially yeah. that's acceptable. Also just me, that's kind of me in general. I yeah, college. I'm back in college now, but that's different. Yeah, I guess. it's a little bit more socially acceptable, especially since they're 35. But it kind of starts off the same. Liz and Naomi are kind of, you know, two mm. links in a chain, two peas in a pod kind of shit. Yeah. Um. And there were they also had the crush on Chris Silver. Same same kind of thing mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh I think the conflict with Naomi and her mom should be just I don't even know like how how to it should just shouldn't be a thing in general. I think Liz and what like what plot lines do I keep and what plot lines do I cut? I mean, you could just have it where Naomi doesn't want change with her mom, so her mom's just like talking about moving, and Naomi's like, "What moving? But I've always lived in this house. You've always lived in this house. What do you mean you moved here when after you got married? What? No." Yeah, yeah, it could be something more natural like that, and then Liz, Liz, and her mom could also have something more natural, where, I mean, they they both at fault, but like. So keeping them both at fault, but not the stupid passive aggressive bullshit of like them hating each other for Liz leaving and like not visiting often. Like Liz hates her mom because she's never invited because Liz moved out and like doesn't it doesn't doesn't visit, and then she hates Liz moving out because she doesn't visit. It's so stupid. <laughs> um, have something more like natural, like yeah, like. Maybe maybe Liz has an issue with the stepdad kind of stuff. Like, is it like a Homer Simpson's Ned Flanders thing where Homer Simpson hates Ned and Ned's just cool with Homer? Possibly, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be funny. So like, yeah. And then, then her mom, her mom, like her mom and her get into fights about stepdad shit. I don't know. Um. The Stanford thing I would keep, but I would say that she didn't go to Stanford because she saw a good business opportunity staying with Naomi, like, because she was the marketing one and she was the coding one and they could, you know, do a little startup tech company with their little app bullshit. 
Maybe that's the reason she didn't go to Stanford. Saw a good opportunity working with Naomi. Maybe they came up with this before they decided to go, like, before they... Uh, before college? Yeah, before college. They, they thought of this during high school kind of shit. Um, damn, something from high school. Either way, it, it makes sense in this in this aspect, I think. Yeah. And then they... Uh, have the whole like pining over Chris, both of them, but also make it known that they're both pining over Chris like immediately because it didn't seem like they did at first and they would lie to each other to their faces about it. Yes, Ruthie, what is your question? Are you still going to give Chris the big hobo sexual vibes? <laughs> right. Can you explain to the audience who might not know what hobo sexual is? A hobo sexual is a man who dates not uh women that he's attracted to that have house job money uh oh. that can support him and his expensive lifestyle can you do in a david Anborough voice oh yes the da- the hobosexual <laughs> as he approaches his target cheryl recently divorced he says he's going to start his tech business he will not <laughs> <laughs> he did not <laughs> <laughs> God, that's um, so good. Yeah. I said that's a joke. I didn't think it actually. I uh, love doing impressions. Yes, yeah. homosexual is basically a dude that like uh, is never single, and when there are, they're not for With... long because they don't have a house or anything or or money or, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so like when they break up, they're homeless for a little bit, and then they start dating another girl, and then they move in. He moves in immediately to have a house and food and shit, and then he doesn't do anything because he's still a hobo. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, not homosexual. You're not gonna give him homo- no. homosexual energy. No, I'm not gonna give him homosexual energy. <laughs> I heard the M slip there, Ruthie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for Liz and Naomi to figure out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, they would have this whole thing of pining over Chris, and then they would get into this argument, and then resolve, and then come to the conclusion that they love each other, and then they would kiss. <laughs> They have a lot more chemistry than anyone else in yeah, the entire Basically, yes. Movie. Like, kind of shit. They fight over Chris, and then they, they make 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 up, and then make out. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Basically, yeah. Like, they show all... It, like, it's always saying, they show all... Here's the trick. We show all of it. <laughs> if you've seen that episode of uh, them making a movie. Anyway... No, but, like, honestly, they, they had a lot more chemistry in the movie. So, like, the stuff that they talk about in the movie, remove a little bit of the Chris stuff and talk about more just them. And then you have the perfect, like, romance for Liz and Naomi. Like, literally. They have so much chemistry. And that's, yeah, that's that's the movie. But it would never, it wouldn't be a Hallmark movie because... Uh, Apparently, there have been queer couples. There have been queer couples. Mom was saying it, yeah. yeah. She got it. mad because we kept saying uh, that they they didn't have the balls to do it, but apparently they do. And interracial relationships. Yeah, that but was only to meet the quotas. Only to meet the quotas. That's not what mom said. That's that was, not what she said. That's whole, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the implication. Yeah, the, like there's just so many. Yeah, because she was mad that we were like making fun of Hallmark for doing something that not doing something that they actually have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just want to clear that up. She's not here to defend herself. Anyway, anyways, that's my. Sh- Shit. Nice. Uh, you or me, hun? Stuff. 
and things. Can I? Is that fine? Go, go. Okay. Why are you saying that? Like, can I, sir? Please, 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 sir. May I give my fixes? No, you may not. More gruel for you. Please, sir. Could I have some more? Hallmark blesses everyone. <laughs> Could I have some more? <laughs> and while he's distracted, here's what I liked about the. <laughs> People are dying next to me. <laughs> Here's what I liked about the movie. At the very beginning, there's a really good, I, okay, a good to me gag. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. Uh, where the two of them are making cookies in, in Naomi's kitchen. And Liz is like, oh, I gotta go home. I gotta go deal with some stuff. And uh, Naomi's like, oh my God, uh, text me when you're home safe. I love you. And then uh, Liz gets out, she's in front of a brownstone, goes down Naomi's steps, around in front, goes up her steps, walks inside, they're, texts... They're like, right next to each other. They're, they're next door. Na- they literally share a wall. Yeah. And she's like, I'm home safe. And Naomi's like, yay, I'm glad. It's That's it. That's the guy. Yeah. It's funny. It wasn't. I was frothing at the mouth. <laughs> he, he was ready for blood. I was ready for blood. I saw red. <laughs> Not just because of the jingle jangle holly jolly. <laughs> Literally five minutes into the movie. I, ate, I, ate, I wanted to leave. We had cookies. We actually had cookies. Mom mm-hmm. made co- made cookies for us. It was very sweet. I ate half of them in one go just to calm me down. It, yeah, that, he was that, angry, so, crunching. So angry. Uh, my second like is the kissing fade out was funny. That was really funny. And then also the for realsies fake out make out was made it even funnier. Yeah, no, that was actually the uh, solid joke. Mm-hmm. The fake out make out, yeah. Both halves, yeah. Uh, my dislikes. The whole movie is way too fo- focused, obsessed with this high school bullshit. Like, really, this is the only thing that can. Cost- and also, they're thirty-five years old. Oh yeah, this is like more than half their lifetime in the past. Chill. Almost. Almost half. Almost. No, I'm talking about Liz and Liz and Naomi. Everyone. Everyone. Because everyone else made enough sense. But, like, Liz and Naomi was kind of stupid. That's my dislike. If you take a step back, it's because Taylor picked the the tropes of got stuck in high school, uh, stuck reliving their glory moments in high school tropes. The prom queen who who can't let go of being prom queen. The jock who only ever tells sports stories. The party guy who relives his crazy pranks. The most popular guy in school. Yeah. It seemed like they were kind of cherry-picked to be obsessed with school. All yeah, that. but it's weird that Liz and Naomi were also obsessed with school a little bit. That's the part that threw me mm-hmm. off. I'm like, why? I'm getting to that. Um, The lead looks like a discount Pedro Pascal. That's an insult to discount Pedro Pascal. <laughs> uh, there's a moment at Chris- Chris's vegan Christmas party that they were playing Never Have I Ever. And you can tell the writers have never played Never Have I Ever because you hold out fingers. Yeah. And everybody takes a drink or they put down a finger. That's how Never Have I Ever worked. And you lose when you have no more fingers. That's right. You They cut off your fingers when you play Never Have I Ever. Yeah, no, you're right. Banshees, uh... You're right. Don't, no, don't spoil no, I'm not, I'm, not spo- I'm not spoiling. But the one time I played Never Have I Ever... You you do the finger thing, but you clapped when you 
would put down a finger. So that, yeah. Yeah. Because the way that they were doing it in the movie, like, they, they weren't keeping track, and it was only one person would put down a finger at a time. Which, yeah, yeah. everybody's supposed to do it. Uh, making a Bechdel test does not, a test joke does not give you a pass for failing the Bechdel test. That's not true. Look at Marvel and all their meta commentary. It's fine. <laughs> not Marvel. What? There's a better one. Rick, Dan, and, Rick and Morty. Dan Harmon does it well enough, though. He actually does take the brunt of it, too. And they only start talking about how codependent they are, like, two-thirds of the way into the movie. Now they talk about codependency? Again, they share a wall. Now, here's my fixes. When I was first introduced to the movie, I thought it was supposed to be like a It's a Wonderful Life thing. And they reference the movie, too. And they talk about the movie and a lot. And they're watching the movie. And they watch the movie. And they're obsessed yeah, with the movie. First. So the movie is going to start as normal and go up to, like... I said the ugly uh, sweater thing, but no, I'm going to go a little bit farther. It's pretty much the same thing up until the the, the skating. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, after they come back from skating, they, they come into contact with Liz's family. Maybe her mom's drunk. I don't know. Whatever the details are. What is important is that the, the bullshit between Liz and Naomi bubbles over in this moment. Right here, right now. Liz's mom lets it slip that Liz didn't go to Stanford because she wanted to stay with Naomi. And Naomi, uh, the two of them, they have the blow-up fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they storm off. Liz begins to cross the street and she says, like, I wish my life could be different in any way possible. And we see this bright light envelop her. Cut to. <laughs> Doing the high school music. Okay. Let the, let the Valkyries <laughs> take her away. <laughs> the what? The Valkyries. <laughs> Liz wakes up, but she's now a teenager. She's gone back into her life. She's now back in her high school days, because that's apparently what we're obsessed with. She looks around to see her room as she had it in high school, but instead of all the fun decorations that she and Naomi made together, they're not there, because Naomi's the creative one. All it is is like study posters and coding shit. Photos of her old family before her mom married stepdad. Whatever. Naomi wakes up, we see that too, but she doesn't register that there's an issue. She's not aware. Liz goes to high school and expects Naomi to be her best friend, but discovers that Naomi has never <coughs> been her friend, and she is a popular girl. And not only that, she's dating Chris. No! She's been chris <gasps> Liz has no one. Liz has a plan to get back at Naomi by becoming more popular than her. And she decides to plan out the festival. I'm changing the winter ball to festival because it's funnier. It is funnier. Uh, and she befriends Carly and Mindy, in uh, just like in the movie. And she decides to really stick it to Naomi. She's going to break her and Chris up. Wow, you really are leaning into Liz being a monster, huh? <laughs> Good job. At the festival, we're going to have a Carrie-esque moment where Liz has the moment to try and break up Naomi and Chris, but decides that she doesn't want to win her friend back that way and ensures that win Naomi wins the festival in uh, instead of Kathy by telling the chaperones to keep an eye on the voting booth. 
Can I ask you a question? Yes. How are, you said Carrie's situation? What was it going to be instead of pig's blood? No, it's going to be like uh, the moment is like Naomi's walking up, and the camera's going to act like that moment in that scene. But then at the last minute, Liz pulls the plug and she tells the chaperones about Kathy's plot. Sorry. <laughs> There's a heartfelt moment when Liz goes up to Naomi and confesses that she was always jealous about how personable Naomi is and she's so sorry that she took her best friend for granted and Naomi's confused and then the camera kind of starts to fade to black. Now we cut back to the moment with adult Liz walking out in the street. A uh, She's brought back to reality because a giant 16-wheel truck almost hit her and is laying on the horn. I thought the realization was that she did get like Hit by a truck? Yeah, like, izakai a little bit, yeah. What I was laughing at was the implication that she got hit by Santa. <laughs> like, uh... I Grandma got, got ran, ran over, over by, by a reindeer. reindeer. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Hold on, let me, let me read this verbatim, because it was funny. Cut back to the moment in the street where adult Liz is walking out. She's brought back to reality because a giant truck just barely managed to stop in time to not turn her into a Yule log. <laughs> Naomi sees this and rushes over to friend to see if Liz is okay. Liz redoes her heartfelt speech and they apologize to each other. Chris shows up and Liz tells them it's fine, just like kiss or whatever, because she's been watching them in high school, like macking out on each other all the time, like high school boyfriend girlfriends do. And uh, they awkwardly kiss in front of her. Movie end. I thought it was like they're trying to kiss and they're like, we don't feel it. <laughs> Which kind of goes in more to my. Interesting mic. fix. It's a very interesting fix. Yeah. It was really good. Thank you. Fine. Anyway, here's mine. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. The unhinged host here. Completely I thought you were not unhinged. Chris. Huh? I thought you were not Chris. Who are you? He's unhinged. I'm unhinged. He's literally the Joker. <laughs> no, that belongs to Matt Shore. No, the, only the only Joker, those who wait, get only on. those the who Joker, watch made up movies get it. He's not unhinged. He's perfectly sane. <laughs> He's just misunderstood. He's a true hero. We, we just don't get it. All right. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Never Been Chris, the real Joker of this movie. Yeah. So my likes, there was, I don't remember this joke, but there was a joke like, hey, which bar? And it's like, there's only one bar in town. I think that was like the joke. Yeah. 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 I thought that was funny. Uh, I actually like the Bechdel test joke because it's so bad. It just flipped around being good. And the fake out. And I did like the Liz light about being rejected in the Stanford. All my likes. That's it. Um, Playing It's a Wonderful Life just makes me want to turn this one off and watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's a classic. I didn't like the original dialogue in the very beginning because it felt like Marvel quippy. Like just quip fest. And I'm like, eh. Exposition. I, Linda, the Naomi's mom, was arguably acting better than everyone else for what few scenes she had. <laughs> um, I get... Like, why is Liz caring so much about high school in her 30s? Like, it doesn't make sense. She's successful. She moved on. This is kind of stupid. I get it's like, what well, if it was another life? But it could have been during college, not high school. Uh, the writer's ignoring others at the bar seems kind of funny. Chris is boring. Uh, oh, I hated the fact that he did a master's thesis on Great Gatsby. And Ruthie wondered why I never got to explain it. So, in the SATs, like the year after I took my SATs, mm -hmm. they announced, you can't talk about Great Gatsby anymore. It's been overdone. We've heard every iteration of Great Gatsby. 
So the fact that this motherfucker did his thesis on Great Gatsby means that he has the he wrote the equivalent of SAT. And I get it, you know, fake promises that end up not being true. I get the idea behind Great Gatsby being used. But at the same time, do better. He's in Masters. Do a book that just do some obscure book. Show that the he Scarlet w- Letter. The Scarlet Letter. The Old Man and the Sea. The Old Man and the Sea. Like, do a book that it's like, oh, wow, no, the audience won't get it. But that shows that he was so good at it and he's stuck in fucking buttfuck Illinois. I don't know where they are. Yeah, small town middle America. Yeah, small town middle America. So, the scene of the mom, like, Which revealing mom? that she's mo- Naomi's mom revealing that she's moving, it's supposed to be comedic, but the music is so lackluster. I, it ruins, music works so well with comedies and dramas, and if the music sucks, and it's like, they use the same, like, three three people for, like, a lot of these Hallmark movies, it, ugh, when you're doing romantic comedy, you gotta make it, the comedy, the music helps so much. Yes, the music definitely guides certain viewers on how a scene, It, it also, like, makes the same scene play out differently exactly just with the music cha- yes. with the music change legally blonde couldn't be half as good without the the soundtrack exactly like also like imagine freaking blade runner without the soundtrack i can barely remember blade runner so <laughs> <laughs> or scotch card brain uh, there, there was one that was very obvious i can't remember what movie it is that or uh the shining without the the creepy music yeah, yeah, or yeah, like horror movies, horror movies without their like little, like stingers, yeah. stingers. Star Wars show. without John Williams would not have succeeded. I'm, I I stick to that. Anything Hans Zimmer worked on without Hans Zimmer would not have worked. Dune, the remake of Dune, without yes. the lamentation. Yo, without without spe- Hans Zimmer. Speaking of music, um, Nightmare Before Christmas was, uh, who's the composer? Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman was the lead singer of Oingo Boingos. I didn't, and wrote the music. I did not know this until, like, Armand, if you guys haven't listened to Syndicate, Armand, he did an episode Nightmare Before Christmas and he revealed this. And I'm, like, the last person to know this. It is bananas that the same man who wrote I Love Little Girls wrote Nightmare Before Christmas. Excuse me? That's an Oingo Boingo song. Sus. That's real sus. I I, I don't think, think the song I think is. That's a, the gag. I think that's the gag. Okay. I don't think the. I don't think the, I haven't heard the song. I just read the title. I'm sure there's context that makes it not worse. Hopefully, but it was also I don't know. Is your mother <laughs> Is your mother free tonight? Is that one go boingo? No, that's Ninja Sex Party. All right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. It's is that so newer? good. We're gonna see. Oh, it's called Save the World. Okay, it's that's so good. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so cut that out. No, it's fine. Uh, no, cut out my. Okay, okay. Uh, Chris is such an everything man, and it makes to make him more interesting. It just doesn't work because What's... the most interesting thing about him is that he's vegan. Like, he's living every vegan's dream right now. Where like the most interesting people want to hear him talk about being, being vegan. vegan. <laughs> yeah, he's not the one like. Describing why he's vegan, it's everyone asking him why he's vegan. Exactly. Actually, yeah. Like, um, 
Vegans, I love you. This is a joke. Uh, I think it would have been better if Chris Silver was just like as white bread as he could. He yeah. was white bread as he could, dude. No, but he had too many hobbies and too many things that made tr- tr- try and make him interesting. Just like make him bland and boring and white bread. So <laughs> that's me much more fun to fix than what I had. No, uh, I like yours. Okay, so I told her a little bit of hers. So <laughs> the mo- there's a line where it's like you leave yourself out, but is what uh liz's mom says to her and i'm like she doesn't try mention trying to contact her once so the mom's clearly at fault here mm-hmm. they're both just also so carly cheating and being the homecoming queen should have been a later reveal would have been really funny well yeah, that she that was her intro line and she couldn't not she wasn't a homecoming really. queen she was winter ball queen i don't ball. Do you, ed do you think i care yes <laughs> i do so <laughs> yeah. Also, my my secret joke is Naomi should have been a good skater after the kiss. Like as soon as she was like, "What?" Was like, "Why were you like that?" And then you see like Naomi do like a triple axel. It's like I don't know. <laughs> um, I hate the name Marioki because the scene where they confront each other after the friend break. Oh, what, is what is it with Hallmark movies and having so many Christmas activities? Like every single one we've done. There's the gingerbread baking competition. There's the Marioki. There's the there's the Kris Kringle fashion ball. Fucking whatever. Uh, Yule yoga. Why? Why? In Hallmark Universe, is there always just so many social activities that are Christmas themed? Because the movies need to have something to actually make the characters do for fun. Otherwise, they just Yeah, Elias Razor. Elias Razor. Anyway, fixes. Uh... Linda, this is a simple one. Linda reveals that she's moving really fast. Right? So this movie doesn't lean far enough. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy. It doesn't lean into the comedy bits. Like, at all. Or it tries to, but they it doesn't lean... They make an attempt. They make an attempt, but like, no, 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 no. A lot falls flat. If everyone who listens to me this podcast long enough knows, I am a huge It's Always Sunny fan. Every character is a little ridiculous. I'm gonna lean it's into funny. that a little bit. I was bit. gonna say... You haven't seen Legally Blonde or My Big Fat Greek Wedding or Sweet Home to be Alabama. Fair, or like Mean tr- Girls. I haven't seen Mean Girls. But that's not a rom com. That's just a com. Wait, it's wait, Legally Blonde's not a rom com, I thought. I thought it was a feminist empowering comedy. Yeah, but it's disguised as a rom com. Oh, that's true, true, true. Okay. It's a deconstruction of a rom com because the raw the rom is her lo- I, learning to love. I need herself. to rewatch I need to watch it I tried watching it, I wasn't Crazy into stupid it. Stupid love. I wasn't able to watch Legally Blonde. This is my fault. When we she and I first started dating, she tried to get me to watch it. I was an immature 17-year-old punk. Could mm. not get into it. Need to try it again now. You guys want to watch Legally Blonde? Not today. No. <laughs> but I, I'm going to show you guys Mean Girls before this remake comes out. Anyway. Uh, lean into it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's... You know, Naomi's really scared to tell Linda. She's like, oh, no. She's catastrophizing it worse and worse. And then, like... Cause and then as soon as she tells Linda, I was like, "Yeah, sure, that that's fine. I completely understand." <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up to me. That was a bit of a Ruthie bit where she added to it, but yeah. I I love you, and I love that we can establish healthy boundaries. <laughs> Mom, why are you so chill? I was a I was a developmental psychologist. <laughs> Stop inserting yourself into movies, Hector. Your profession is movies. No, it's just a joke about that. I'm not into anyway. It's a joke here also. I just finished my term, okay? It's all yes. still... Ri- it takes me a while to get out of it. Anyway, Chris is such a nothing bird that they made him a vegan marine who makes tea boxes. Like, that should be a big character in itself, but it's bland. Like, why? 
so and he's bad at being vegan. So Ruthie, he's bad, at being vegan. he's bad at being vegan. So why not just make him bad at everything? Okay, I just gotta say it now. This whole vegan, like even while watching the movie for the first time, his whole vegan thing. It just made me think of Scott Pilgrim vegan. Yeah, yes. exactly. Vegan I, I even made the joke. Yes. Chicken isn't vegan? Chicken isn't vegan? Anyway. Uh, no, chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> so, the, the first one was actually funny because, like, he's like, I don't know, isn't vegan? It's like milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> and then, like, you went to a chicken, chicken, like, solid things, like, and he's like, chicken isn't vegan? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, fuck, I'm all watching out Pilgrim now again. Anyway. Uh, where was I? So he's bad at being vegan, right? Mm-hmm. So Ruthie reminded me about this. This is where I, I think I subtly took it from. If anyone's seen 30 Rock, there's that one. Liz dates a guy who is so handsome. It's played by John Hamm. That he's, yeah, uh, that Dr. He's, Drew something. Yeah, he's so bad. He's so handsome that everyone lets him a pass of doing whatever he wants, even though he's bad at it, to the point where he loses an arm later. In no, the no, show. no. Both hands. Both hands, right. He loses both hands. Because he went to Doctors Without Borders, and he was in a helicopter, and he thought he saw a guy that he knew, so he raised his hand up to wave hi. <laughs> And then, and then, and then he, he cut, cut off his hand, and then he did again the same thing another second time. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of hook hands. So I kind of lean into that a little bit. So like he's bad being vegan, right? He'll sometimes eat burgers, and when he caught, he says, "Wait, I thought it was the secretly vegan restaurant." And the everyone's just like, "No, that's half a block down, stupid." <laughs> or like he lo- he's a marine. He lost a leg, so he stepped on. So he was he was like, "Oh, I gotta take a shit while sending the landmine," and he runs to go to the nearest latrine area, and he blows up his leg. <laughs> Uh, what else? His electrician work is so bad. It's a f- it takes a few weeks, though, so the houses burn. And no one yet has made the connection that this hunky electrician is the reason half the town is burnt into cinders right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Uh, he got his master's from DeVry University. Th- that's funnier than what I actually said. So what I said was, I took this from my own thing, being in master's. I wrote some, I wrote 40 pages of essays this term around 40 pages Mm -hmm. and i'm like some of this is shit but i keep getting decent grades Mm -hmm. so i'm like this isn't the flex you think it is you guys because i'm shitting on myself i'm like this was shit imposter Imposter yes but what if he is like so confident he writes about great gatsby and he's written the (laughs) one thing that no one's ever heard about (laughs) and everyone's like either so a professor like he's an idiot just like no but he got in (laughs) to our prestigious university so that means it, it's actually genius. It and they just accepted it. <laughs> just accept. The last one of the other fixes is uh the lady who cheated to get winter ball. She should have cheated again as a background gag at the fair at the thing. I thought that and, was a background gag. Well, in your thing, but like oh, it wasn't the actual movie. Oh, okay, so she's like in the in the battles. You see her in the background just stuffing them full of her name, <laughs> and then like when she wins, she's like. And just excited, like, she's wearing her old prom dress, which is, like, ratty, because it's been in the basement for so many years. <laughs> like, I'm not being subtle about, you know. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, the background women keep, like, the, all the women who've been Chris in the past want to get Chris again. So they all work in the department. They all work for the English department. And then everyone wonders, like, and then the background of all the news apps like the websites or the newspapers, it's like, why is our school system failing these children all of a sudden? <laughs> 
And the last one is Liz and her mom didn't have a good resolution, just a half-assed attempt. Make the mom just the biggest asshole. All of Liz's stuff was thrown away. And, like, all the stepfather could save was the box. Damn. Or her room isn't just a gym now or whatever, an office. It's a weird hobby. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons or even, like, like you can't have a sex dungeon. I know you're thinking that. It's like, it's like a weird Dungeons and Dragons hobby room. What were you thinking? No, it was going to be, it was going to be like a Fifty Shades of Grey reenact action room. You can't have that. I know. So it's a dungeon and dragon room to keep it kid friendly enough. But like, you can see some weird like harnesses in the background and it's just like, you know, uh, also lives or dance studio. Liz is the worst one I thought of is Liz mom didn't just not, did not want to have her daughter in the thing. So she just put her new husband there twice. <laughs> Those are my fixes. I was just, I'm like, just lean into the comedy bitch. Make it absurd. You can have a more, right? No, uh, you have Liz's, instead of, instead of Liz being in the holiday card or photoshopping her husband in a second time, it's Liz's cousin who looks exactly like her. <laughs> And her name is, uh, I don't know, what's another character from Pride and Prejudice? Like, just something very close. Wasn't it Agatha? I haven't, I haven't read, I, I haven't seen Pride and Prejudice in a while. Mary. I saw bits Mary. of it. Mary. Mary, Her cousin Mary. Mary, who looks exactly like her. Brown hair. Yeah. So blonde. Yeah. That's good. Like, that's you, that's Mary. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I love all my ch children equally. I don't yes. care for Liz. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm sorry, Mom, you couldn't make it. I appreciate it. Hopefully next year. Do we give it a grade? We're all going to give it an F. We're all going to give it an F. This is... Yeah. Like, yeah. when my, my mom was, I called her about it, and she was like, this is the worst one. I'm like, really? She's like, I think I found it. And I told her to look for a few others, but she was like, and after a few weeks, like, this is still the worst one. Yes, another successful Hallmark annual yeah uh the tradition lives tradition on tradition lives on all right and we're never gonna run out of hallmark movies because they come out with like 20 a year yeah christmas movies and is. if there's a and there's not good ones you can pull out from previous years it's yeah. so so terrible all right everyone what have you been media 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 i'm back on my stardew bullshit and it's great and i'm probably stardew valley yes and I'm probably going to get Dredge immediately after recording this. So You don't um, want to wait for the winter sale? It's on sale now! Oh, it's on sale now? Go for it. It's not going to be on sale twice. Elden Ring. Co-op. Seamless co-op. Oh, Elden Ring. Ring! It was in the trailer. It was in the original trailer. Oh. <gasps> um, right card. <laughs> That's such a fun Join me as family! Easy we do. They kill the devour the gods. Devour the gods. What do you think the, the, the voice actor director gave as notes to Rykard's voice actor? Campier. Harder. Harder. Campier. Yeah, campier. Do the do the inflections on the wrong words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Together we can devour the very, very odd. Wait, I'm sorry to do that joke twice. Everyone is so good. Yeah. Anyway, Elden Ring. Uh, what else for me? Uh, man, we finished Scott Pilgrim the anime. It was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. go and make sure you've seen the. All I'll say is make sure you've seen the the, the move 
the movie or read the books? Chicken, chicken is a vegan. Also, fine. Is that in the show? It's not in the show. Damn it! They chicken have a is they a have vegan. a very, trust me. They have a very different gag that I think hits harder for me. Um, what else was there? Oh, right. There was uh, also Final Fantasy sixteen. This is after the Game Awards. Final Fantasy sixteen DLC airdropped or like shout dropped overnight, and like uh, I'm at the already at the last boss of it. It's it's a three hour one. The next one's gonna be ten hours and side quests included, but this one is like three hours. It's been fun, but my god, is the final boss of it a fucking DPS check? It is a fucking ma- tanky marathon. Too tanky. Also, Armored Core Six One best action game of the year. Huh? Armored oh, yeah, Core Six One best action game of the year. And Hector, or er, Ed, that, describe your bet. Get that game. Oh. So you two bets. Two bets. Uh, one was $5 between you and me. Mm-hmm. If Armored Core won, <clears> If Armored Core won, I get 5 bucks. And then the other bet, which I typed on our Discord and then completely regretted saying it. Uh, <laughs> as soon was, as you hit enter. Was it, I didn't think Armored Core was going to win. I didn't, No one thought it was going to win, dude. <laughs> and so, so I'm like, if Armored Core 6 wins, I will eat a whole dollop. Of wasabi and film it, and I don't want to do it anymore. You're gonna have to do but it, but I'm gonna follow through. It'll be a bit because there's never a good time. Yeah, I'll procrastinate as much. I'll buy as a possible. fresh single wasabi, dude. Don't worry. That's worse. Mm. Or the one we have is about to go bad. It expires in like the end, in like halfway through the month. So I'll buy a new one. Whatever. We have a whole thing of wasabi because I like eating wasabi actually. It's, it- <laughs> The t- taste has intensified the pressure it is. This is older wasabi, so this would be pretty mild. Yeah, so I'm saying. It, no, I had it recently. It was I had it yesterday. It was mild. Yeah. So what I'm going to so do is... do a dollop of this. No, no, no. We're getting the good stuff. We're getting the good stuff. <laughs> I will get the expensive wasabi for you, Ed. Don't worry. I will put it in my mouth and try to swallow it immediately to make it not burn as much. Don't worry. I have a plan for that, too. Anyway. Anyways... I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. I think it's your turn. Yeah. Ruthie. Hector. Yes. I think there's something wrong with the children. What's wrong with my boy? The the movie's called There's Something Wrong with the Children. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, join us next time where we review There's Something Wrong with the Children. Not review, God. Where we reshoot. Different verb. Different verb. Where we reshoot. There's something wrong with the children. Goodbye. Goodbye. Today's film was Never Been Christ, directed by Jeff Beasley. The screenplay was written by Joey Botkin. Paul Suderman was the cinematographer. I hope you all have a happy holidays audience, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.